Welcome to the Copy Dates Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Taylor, copywriter, bookworm, and founder of the Copy Template Shop. I believe that anyone can write strong copy, and I'm here to teach you how to write words that sell your online offers while prioritizing real connection, serving your audience, and simply being who you are. I know you have a message that deserves to be heard and unique skills that need to be shared. And in each episode, I'll give you an actionable tip so that you can write better copy, reach more people, and sell your offers in an easy and authentic way. So grab a hot drink and get ready to cozy up with your weekly dose of magnetic messaging and captivating copy. Hey friend, welcome to what is possibly one of the juiciest episodes we have ever done on the Copy Dates podcast. And I of course don't mean juicy in terms of gossip, we're not spilling the tea. I mean, juicy in terms of just in depth. This is going to be one of those episodes that I hope you feel like you want to come back to every time that you are launching something new in your business as kind of a refresher. Because we are going to cover what copy you actually need for your launch. And I think this is something that's applicable to literally everyone. I have been doing launches in my business for just about six years now. I don't just mean in my business in terms of launching offers for myself, but launching offers for my clients and working on client launches for about six years now. And there's always things that we miss. <laughs> there's We almost are always starting from scratch, I feel like, every single time and thinking, okay, like what, what pieces do we actually need? And then on the flip side of that, if you are brand new to launching, it can be really difficult to think about, okay, like what are all of the moving pieces? And so my hope is that today's episode is just going to be as comprehensive as a podcast episode can be on this kind of topic. And I want to preface this with a disclaimer that the type of copy and the amount of copy that you need for your launch is really going to depend, right? It's going to depend on your launch strategy. It's going to depend on whether or not this is the first time you are launching an offer or if you are relaunching something or if uh, even if it's a second iteration, right? A 2.0 or a 3.0 of something that you've launched before. So we're going to kind of just cover most, if not all of the bases in today's episode, but please don't let that overwhelm you, okay? Especially if this is your first time launching this particular offer, please remember that you don't need everything, okay? You don't necessarily need a pre-launch event and all of these bonuses and all of this supplementary copy. My biggest piece of advice to you when you are launching something for the first time, especially, is to really get clear on what a minimum viable launch looks like for your offer versus what your dream launch looks like. And if you're anything like me, you are going to fall somewhere in the middle of that. 
right? And it's important for your copy to be adjusted accordingly. So you'll hear later on in this episode, my, one of my biggest recommendations to you is that you send an email every single day of your launch. But if you are planning on having like a 10 or a 14 day open cart period, and it's just not reasonable for you, you know, you're, you're launching in three days and you don't have your launch copy ready yet. Don't pressure yourself to be writing 10 to 14 emails. Okay. The amount of copy that you need for your launch is yes, going to be dependent on your strategy, but it's also going to be dependent on you and what resources you have available to deliver your launch, right? How much time do you have? When does your card actually open? How much money do you have? Can you outsource any of this copy? And how much support do you have? There's going to be a big difference if you have a VA and a copywriter and a designer on your team versus if you are doing things solo like I tend to do. So please keep that in mind as you're listening to today's episode. But let's dig into it. We're going to kind of break things down into two main sections because there is the launch itself and the copy that you need for your launch. But of course, before that launch actually happens, most of the time we are doing a pre-launch event and you're going to need copy for that as well. So common pre-launch events are webinars or masterclasses, five-day challenges. Maybe you're doing something completely unique and outside the box. Whatever it is, your pre-launch event is going to require some pretty standard copy. You're going to need a registration page for your pre-launch event. So let's say that you are hosting a webinar. You are going to need a opt-in page for your webinar that really clearly describes what the webinar is going to be about, who it's for, and why somebody should attend. Then on the back of that, once somebody actually signs up for your pre-launch event, you're also going to want to welcome them. So there are two pieces of copy that you need there. You need a thank you page. On the thank you page, after somebody signs up for your pre-launch event, I really recommend letting them know what the next steps are. Include a secondary call to action. Is your five-day challenge happening in a Facebook group? Then let's invite them to that Facebook group. Maybe you want to encourage them to invite a friend to attend the webinar or the challenge with them, right? Use this as an opportunity to invite them to take another action. But you're also going to want to send them a welcome email. So remind them of what it is that they just signed up for. Remind them of the importance of actually showing up because chances are the day that they signed up for that pre-launch event is not the same day that it's actually happening. So remind them of when it's happening, why they should mark their calendars, why they should bother showing up in the first place, any secondary call to actions that you need them to take, such as joining a Facebook group. And then maybe even introducing yourself a little more, especially if you are attracting a colder audience for this pre-launch event. And then, of course, you're going to need to write any emails that actually deliver said event. So again, this is going to depend on your launch strategy a little bit. If you are doing a five-day challenge, that's five emails you're going to have to write in order to deliver the daily content. 
even if you are delivering your pre-launch content inside of a different container, like a Facebook group, I still strongly encourage you to write a delivery email for each of those days, reminding people to show up and to actually attend. So we might think we're done with our pre-launch event, but please don't forget that you're also going to need invitations, right? You're going to have to actually invite people to attend your pre-launch event. So you are likely going to want to write an email to your existing email list. Just because they're already on your email list doesn't mean that you should neglect them, right? Normally we are doing a pre-launch event as a way to grow our email list ahead of a launch, but we still want to extend that invitation to people who are already on our email list. So that's going to require an email. You can then take that copy from your email and repurpose it for other channels. So any social media channels where you might be showing up like Facebook or Instagram, you're going to want to be inviting your audience there to your pre-launch event. And then finally, if you are going to be running any ads for your pre-launch event, then you are going to need some ad copy as well. Then we move into the launch itself, right? So that everything we just talked about, what was that? Seven different things. That is just the beginning. That is just your pre-launch event. There is absolutely no denying that there is a lot of copy that goes into launching something, right? So let's talk about the launch itself. What kind of copy do we actually need to execute the launch? And so even especially, I would say, if this is your first time launching this offer, this is where I want you to pay most of the attention and most of your time and your own copywriting efforts, because this is kind of the bare minimum type copy. The first thing that you're going to need in most cases is a sales page. Is it possible to launch an offer without a sales page? Sure. I know that there are plenty of coaches out there who will say, you absolutely don't need a sales page. All you need are a few sales emails and then a checkout page. And especially if you have a very warm audience and you are not trying, it's not a massive launch. Maybe you're only trying to attract five or 10 students for a mastermind program or a really exclusive course then you can absolutely get away with launching your offer without a sales page. However, I typically recommend a sales page regardless of what it is that you're launching simply because it's going to make your life so much easier. The purpose of a sales page is to give your reader and your potential buyer all of the information that they need to make an informed decision on whether or not this offer is the right fit for them. And by providing all of that information on a very clear sales page, you are preventing yourself from having to have those conversations elsewhere, whether that's on sales calls, whether that's in the DMs, whether that's people you know replying to all of your sales emails and asking you follow-up questions. Having a clear and a well-written sales page is just going to help you avoid any and all of that work. Are you getting ready to launch your next incredible offer, but feeling a tad overwhelmed by the sheer amount of copy you need to write to get things off the ground? Outsourcing to a copywriter isn't your only option. 
you can actually become your own best copywriter and knock out all of that copy in way less time with the help of the Copy Template Shop. From our launch messaging journal to sales emails templates, not to mention sales pages for virtually every kind of offer, the Copy Template Shop has all the templates you need to whip up high converting, connection-driven copy for your next launch in record time. Head to copytemplateshop.com and check out the sales copy category for all of your launch copy needs. That's copytemplateshop.com. So there's the sales page, but what I feel like some people often forget is that it's very important to also bring copywriting elements to your checkout page. So when we land on a sales page, there's usually call to actions scattered throughout the page where we are, you know, joining now or enroll now or pay here or whatever your call to action copy may be. And that has to link to something. My provider of choice is Thrivecart. If you are looking for a payment processing software, Thrivecart is definitely my platform of choice. I will include a link to that in the show notes. And it's really important that on that checkout page that you are leveraging that space and including more sales copy. How many times have you filled your cart with things at Sephora or Old Navy or wherever it is that you shop or even gone to the checkout page for an online course that you're interested in and you leave that tab open on your computer for days on end and then you go back and you realize the sale is over where the launch has finished and you don't buy you abandon that cart that's why it's so important for us to also be including some sales copy on the checkout page itself so you want to have like a reminder of what's actually included in your offer so a basic value stack maybe you'll want to include some testimonials right? Anything that you think your reader may need to see before actually making that buying decision. And then you're also going to want sales emails. And like I mentioned at the top, ideally, that means you are going to want to send an email for each day that your cart is open with a minimum of two emails on the day that the cart closes. So I normally call this a last day email and then a last call email. Your last day email will go out early in the morning of your final day and your last call email will go out, you know, closer to the evening when the cart is about to close. Now, I know that a daily email can feel like a lot, but hear me out. It's going to feel like overboard for you. You might feel like you are repeating yourself. You might feel like you are annoying your audience by emailing them about your offer day in, day out, repetitively. But I want you to remember that your audience is not paying as close attention to your launch as you think they are. The people who are really invested, the people who are really paying close attention to your launch, the people who have been counting down the days for you to open this cart, they're going to buy on day one or day two. So they're not even going to get the rest of the emails. Everybody who is still hanging around on day seven, day eight, they need those emails because they are your fence sitters. 
They are the people who didn't even realize your card had opened, didn't even realize you were launching something, or they know that you're launching something, but they're only reading maybe half of your emails, or they've read one or two emails and saw that you went live on Instagram last week and they're just, they're still not convinced. They still aren't a hundred percent sure that they want to buy what it is that you're selling. So continue talking to them. It is so important and I promise that it is not overkill. And then of course, on the delivery side of things, again, this is where sometimes things fall through the cracks. You're also going to want thank you page copy. It's so important. I don't know if you are familiar with the concept of cognitive dissonance, but it happens sometimes with our purchasing behavior and the very last thing that we want is for somebody to spend $497, $1,000, $3,000 on our program, and then to immediately feel like, oh, maybe I made the wrong decision because after they purchase, they're just redirected to an invoice that doesn't have any of your brand colors on it. And it just kind of, you know, it almost breaks that trust that you've worked so hard to deliver with your reader to the point where you've made them a buyer. So we don't want that relationship to stop just because they've handed over their credit card information. So I strongly encourage you to have a thank you page and to really consider what copy needs to go on that page in order for you to continue building a connection with your new buyer. And then a delivery email sequence at minimum, a delivery email, right? You really want them to be getting a personalized, custom written email from you. Of course, it's automated immediately after buying. I cannot tell you how many times I have purchased sometimes low ticket offers, to be fair, like a $27 or $37 product. And all I get is an invoice sent to me in my inbox with a link to log into Kajabi or Member Vault or whatever it may be to access my product. And that's it. And I never hear from the seller again. You have just started an incredibly important relationship with your new buyer. And it's so important to respect that relationship and to continue building a positive experience. So I recommend at minimum sending a nice delivery email that's full of brand voice and full of personality and is really continuing to establish that connection with your new buyer. But if possible, you like if time allows, right, you may also want to build out a full delivery email sequence where you're checking in with them every couple of days after they've invested just to make sure that they are still happy with their purchase. So that is high level kind of all of the copy that you want to be considering for your launch, both your pre-launch event and your launch itself. Am I missing things? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely, right? We haven't even talked about heads up emails, which is something that I addressed in episode 35 of the podcast. If you're interested in learning more about that, I highly recommend giving your email list a heads up that something is coming. And in fact, there are two heads up emails that I recommend that you send. We haven't talked about waitlist page copy. You know, if you're doing a waitlist strategy, you're also going to need copy for your waitlist page. 
if you are actually delivering your five-day challenge or your webinar on your own website. You're going to need copy for each of those pages, right? Maybe you're doing an upsell or you're offering order bumps and you're going to need little pieces of copy for those blurbs. So much copy, right? So much copy. And again, and that's why I said, you know, I'm going to try and do it justice. I'm going to try and go as in-depth as I possibly can within a 20 to 30 minute podcast episode. But honestly, we could talk for days about all the copy that's involved in a launch which is why I recommend doing a few things, particularly if you are still in the planning stages of your launch. The first thing I want you to do is make a list of all the copy that you're going to need way ahead of time. Make sure that this is part of your launch planning process so that it doesn't sneak up on you. It's so important to go through each step of your launch So, you know, am I doing a pre-launch event? What does my launch look like? How many days is my cart going to be open? What happens after I close the cart? Am I doing an upsell? Am I doing a downsell? Really go through each step of your launch and think carefully about what copy you're going to need, particularly to deliver the experience that you want to deliver, which is why, you know, we, the people who listen to this podcast, I know you care. I know you care about your client experience. You want to deliver an amazing experience. You want that customer journey to feel really supportive, which is why you need more than just a sales page. You also need things like a thank you page and a delivery email. My second tip for you is to use resources when and where you can, okay? We have templates for most, if not all of the things that we mentioned here today in the copy template shop. And, you know, maybe your budget's tight. Maybe you can't purchase all of those templates right now. But really think about once you have that list of all the copy you need, think about which piece of copy you are dreading the most and do yourself a favor and buy a template for that, right? Give yourself the support that you need there. Or if you have a VA on your team or somebody else who's going to be writing your copy, give them the support that they need to do this quickly and done well. And of course, point number three, tip number three, it always comes back to, can you guess what I'm going to say? Messaging. It is so important to get your messaging fundamentals mapped out way ahead of time. And I promise you that by doing that and by really focusing and narrowing in on your launch messaging, writing all of this copy when it comes down to it is going to feel so much easier. Use our launch messaging journal. Go back to the first episode of this year. It was episode number 37. It came out on January 10th. We talked all about launch messaging specifically, what it is, why it's important. I promise that by sitting down and doing that important foundational work, it's going to make writing this copy a million times easier. And of course, as I mentioned at the top of today's episode, really get clear on what your minimum viable launch looks like. Please don't get overwhelmed thinking that you need to do all of these things. What could you confidently put out in the world for your next launch? 
and know that you have done a great job. Know that you have done all that you could do with the resources that you had available to you and feel satisfied. Maybe it wasn't your dream launch, right? Maybe you didn't go above and beyond. Maybe you didn't send a sales email every single time, even though Megan recommended that you do. But you can walk away knowing that you tried your best and that you did what you felt comfortable doing in order to make those sales. That is step one, right? Really figuring out what am I willing to do? What am I willing to show up and do in order to make this my best launch possible? If you can start there, I promise that you are going to set yourself up for success. So thanks for tuning in, friend. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you do not feel overwhelmed. I think it's so important for us to recognize just how much copy and how many words go into selling the things that we create. But if you can really go into this process with that expectation set for yourself, I promise that that is half the battle. Thanks. And I will see you back here again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Copy Dates podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you feel more confident in your ability to write copy and that you're feeling excited about sharing your message and offers with the world. If you love what you learned, be sure to hit that follow button so you never miss a future episode and leave us a review so we can reach more online entrepreneurs who want to develop authentic connection with their audience through powerful copy. As always, don't forget to show me where you're tuning in from. Snap a pic, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at megantaylor.co. I'd love to connect with you beyond your headphones. See you back here next week. And remember, I'm rooting for you always. <laughs>